Welcome in the name of Jesus. Ancient word ever true, changing me and changing you. I am also. We have come. under the authority of the word he sent forth his word and his word he led them and delivered them from their destruction send your word to us this morning let your word come with power let, let your word come with clarity let your word release grace in our life thank you father lord lord we empty ourselves of, of, of any knowledge any human understanding Lord, we ask that, Lord, you will fill us. Holy Spirit, take, take your place. Have your way. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Please let us open our Bible. If you, if you don't mind, as our custom is, while we stand. Hallelujah. Can someone tell us again the theme for the, for the month again? Hallelujah. And the first week, the Lord helped us to start with what? The prevailing what? Glory to God. The second week, we considered the prevailing what? The prevailing word. This morning, we'll be looking at the subject, the prevailing blood. The prevailing blood. To require may the Lord bless you. Healing power flows from the blood. Can we open to Exodus chapter 13? We read verse Exodus chapter 12. We read verse 13. Then we read Hebrews chapter 9, verse 12 and 14, and verse 22. Exodus chapter 12, 13. Are we there? All right. Can we read together one to go? The blood you have smeared on your doorposts will serve as a sign. When I see the blood, I will pass over you. This plague of death will not touch you when I strike the land of Egypt. Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 12 to 14, and then verse 22. Alright, are we there now? Okay, the media is there. But just so that we are also there. Alright. Hebrews chapter 9, 
verse 12 to 14, and then we'll read verse 22. Can we read together? One to go. Not with the blood of gold and calf, but with his own blood, he ex most holy place, once of all, having obtained eternal redemption. For it the blood of bulls and goats and the ashes of heifer, sprinkling the unclean, sanctifies for the purifying of the flesh. How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit, offer himself without spot to God, cleanse your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. Hallelujah. Let's read verse 22, 1, 2, go. And according to the law, almost all things are purified with blood. And without shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. Just flip three pages to chapter 13 of that same Hebrew. You know, Hebrew is a scripture. If you want to understand the covenant, if you want to understand priesthood, read the book of Hebrew. You want to understand the covenant by the blood, study the book of Hebrew. Hebrew 13, we read verse 12 and verse 20. Hebrew 13, verse 12 and 20. Are you there now? Can we read together one to go? Therefore, Jesus also, that he might sanctify the people with his own blood, suffered outside the gate. Verse 20. Now, may the God of peace, who brought up our Lord Jesus from dead, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant. Hallelujah. The last scripture for this morning, Revelation chapter 1 verse 5. Everyone, please open. Revelation chapter 1 verse 5. Media. is uh, Alright. Revelation chapter 1 verse 5. Can we read together? One, two, go. And from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, and the ruler over the kings of the earth, to him who loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. Somebody celebrate that Jesus. Hallelujah. Please let's have our seat. The subject this morning is the prevailing blood. We want, we want to welcome all our, all our viewers online. May the Lord impart your life as you follow us this morning in the name of Jesus. Bless the name of the Lord Jesus. Uh, we want to run a little bit fast because of all that the Lord would have us consider briefly this morning. The Bible regards blood as the symbol and source of life. Leviticus chapter 17 verse 14, 14 tells us the efficacy of blood. Blood is regarded as the source of life. Leviticus 17 verse 14 tells us we tell that, that, the, the, that the life of the flesh is in the blood. The life of any man. He said for it is the life of all flesh. His blood sustains his life. Therefore I said to the children of Israel you shall not eat the blood of any flesh for the life of all flesh is his what? His blood. Is his blood. So blood it's so powerful. Blood sim symbolizes the source of life. And because of relationship to life, blood signifies the supreme offering, the highest sacrifice that can ever be offered. 
because of the relationship of blood to life blood signifies the supreme offering the highest sacrifice that can never be offered so god's holiness and his justice system demand that that sin be punished that sin that what that sin pays the ultimate penalty god is a just god god is a holy god that is why bible say is of a purer eyes to iniquity. that is the god himself jesus on the cross carrying all the weight all the body of sin bible says he was made sin not that not that uh he 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 just took up he was made sin that's that's that that was the word the scripture used he was made sin for us so because of the justice system of god because of the holiness of god if god meets sin he must kill is somebody hearing me that is where romans chapter 6 verse 23 says what he said for the wages of sin is what so anywhere God meets sin, he must kill. That's how this justice system of God is. That's how powerful it is. And God and God is not man. God is a spirit. They don't, they don't, that is why they said, if it goes forth, it will return. Void. No. He said it must accomplish the purpose for which it is meant. It doesn't return. No, spirit don't, they don't change their mind. They don't, they don't work on their words. So when God met sin, Jesus made sin. He had to die. Bible says Christ crept in agony. Eloi, 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 lama sabatni. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Can you imagine? The Father took his eye, removed the divinity adapted, took his eyes away from his son, could not behold sin. Of a purer eyes to behold sin. So Christ embraced the whole thing, carried the body because sin married the ultimate penalty. The wages of sin's death lift of all eternal life. So, there to be an atonement, it requires a perfect, spotless sacrifice. The blood of Lamb. And of animals can only cover sin. Take note of the word. The word is cover. It cannot watch. It cannot cleanse. That was why Adam and Eve in Genesis chapter 3 when they fell from the glory of God. Bible says for the, for, it said, it said, it said because of sin man fell short of the glory. So Adam when they fell from the glory of God suddenly they saw the need they saw the need so one of the things two central things uh, glory does glory covers a man they didn't know they were naked because that was glory glory prevents an atonement so the man is naked the man was covered the man was under the under all he was he was under the shield the covering of god so when sin came, sin exposes man. And, and that is the name. That is that sin exposes a man.
Sins leaves a man bare. Sins, things keeps a man naked. That is why any sin sets in. You know, that's why men cover sin. Man, man, nobody just practice sin in the open. Men does it. Because sins were reveals. So when they fell, when they sinned against God, now they realize that the, that the, co the covering was no more there. But take note. The covering was not just for covering only. The covering was for, for an atonement. That was what could make them be in the presence of God. How, how do we know? Chapter 3 verse 7. And he took leaves, fig leaves. They covered themselves. But fig leaves could not be could not be enough. It's not just to cover yourself. If you must appear before God and there is sin in subjects, that man must be atoned for. That is why Bible says, now this is condemnation. John chapter 3 verse 17. This is condemnation. The light came. But men love darkness. Why? Because their ways are evil. So, any man under darkness is any man under the yoke, under the burden of sin is condemned. It's condemned. Condemnation is that man had provision, but man re remained in sin. Man remained in sin. And that is what condemnation is all about. Because every man that must appear before God must appear covered, must appear atoned for, atoned for. Bible says, they, the, they of them that they, they that appear in Zion, they go from strength to strength. Why? Because their life is covered and their life is atoned for. So, God showed the ultimate. The first time sacrifice was made was in Genesis chapter 3, verse 21. God killed a lamb and covered Adam and Eve. God killed and covered, shed the blood so that they could be covered. So that they would not perish. So that they would not perish. Yet, sin has set in, but they still need a covering. Please be with me this morning. In chapter 4 of Genesis, two people came before God with sacrifice. And then we understand why the essence, the power of atonement, the power of the bloodshed. The first person, his name was Cain, the first one. If you read Genesis chapter 4, verse 3, media can help us with it. See the nature of the sacrifice he brought. Because you see, it's not just that you present yourself. It's not just that you bring something. You bring something that is required. Are you hearing me? We don't just bring things. And that is why in Malachi, God was angry with them, with the, with the, with the church. He said, see what you brought. You brought sheep. You bump. But you didn't bring in requirements. You brought the one that has one eye. He said, can you give this to your, to your governors? Can you? So, there is a requirement. You don't just bring things. A requirement comes with instruction. So there was something Abraham knew that Cain didn't know. So I said, ah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yes, you see, when you walk with, when you deal with spirits, you are careful. I hear me. God is a spirit. That's why it, is, it, it, it was an end time spirit that crept in. 
that brought that message. That message, ah, it doesn't matter. God, on it's an spirit that ruins life. The day the Lord opened my eyes to see it. The spirit that said, ah, it doesn't matter. God understands. What do you? God's a spirit. You, you, can't, you can't judge by your own thing, your own head. It doesn't matter. As the Lord told you, son, it's okay. That is why a lady can wear treasure and is marching to heaven. Another person, God said, don't wear it again. Instruction. And she continues, she's marching to hell. Put me. You know why? You know the first? It's not so much in the trouser. The problem is that one receives it. Because the, the, the grace for what he's calling you to requires you come up. Leave the stair. So, what, so you see, this life is about instructions. So just do it because we feel like we don't do it because somebody else is doing it. We don't do it because it is what every other person is doing. No. Then, then we have left the covenant. The covenant is the covenant that goes with instruction. And that was how Saul ruined his life. That was how Saul was empty of mercy. May, you, may, may we never be empty of mercy. Saul was empty. Because life in the spirit is by instruction. There was something Abel knew, came, came, took for granted. You, you see in Genesis chapter 4, verse 3, you see how came came with his own sacrifice. He came with his own offering. He, he, he came with his own offering. And you will see some things that, that okay, so, and in the process of time, it came to pass that came brought an offering. He brought what? So he, he, he wasn't empty, but he brought something. But it's not enough. He brought an offering of the fruit of the ground to the Lord. Take note. All he brought was offering of the fruit. When he deals with the matter of fruit, what you bring is, is, is they call it first fruit. Cain brought just offering of the fruit of the ground. And because on this matter, it's not just to bring anything. There is what is called instruction. There is what, what to bring, what to bring, what to bring. Please let me show you something. Leviticus chapter 2 verse 12. See, see what see what uh, the word of the Lord opened opened up to tell us make us understand why Cain his offering was not was not was not enough and for the offering of the what oh are you here with me and for the offering of what first fruit now it's not just the fruit if the first fruit see you shall offer them to the Lord they are not be born at the altar for a shoot. Aroma. Now he said, even this first fruit, you offer it all, but on the subject of a sweet aroma, on the subject of a sweet aroma going up, and a sweet to be burnt on the altar, you need a sacrifice. Cain didn't, he didn't, he didn't take heed to this. He didn't understand this. Somebody will say, how did Moses know this? Moses stood where, stood, there, there, there was a place where communication is given to men. Abel stood here, he received this. May you not be void instruction this year. Ah, you didn't hear my prayer. May we not be void of instruction this year. 
He said, instruction is what shifts a man. Instruction is what keeps you, keeps you, keeps you on the path. Keeps you. When a man is instructed, he stays on the path. So it's not enough that you bring fruit of the land. First, that is the subject of first fruit. The man didn't bring it. He didn't bring the first fruit. First fruit signifies your best. When we say first fruit in the Bible, what scripture is best? We break. Oh, it's not the subject this morning. But the Lord is, is drawing me there. So if you are not a tighter, don't exclude yourself from the covenant. Is the subject your first? Your first. Interestingly, tithes is not just about giving. Let me show you something about tithes. Uh, Proverbs chapter 3. Please put it verse 9 and 10 very quickly. You say that's not my subject, but I don't know why. The Lord is drawing my heart to that. Quickly, and tell God bless you. Say, oh Lord, please touch with, with your what? Possessions. And with what? False fruit of your increase. Now, tight is the matter of honor. It's a subject of honor. It's a subject of honor. So, when a man deprive himself you are just it's just a subject of honor he said if i raise my own, if indeed you call me my god ah my god is my own. god which you have which the first fruit of your increase now see verse 10 now since that goes with men who honor god he says all oh, your bars will be filled with we can prophesy which pray for you your will filled with plenty I will shout amen oh glory it's not enough there is a covenant that covenant say honor honor the Lord oh may the Lord grant us understanding in the name of Jesus we can make and prophesy some things can shift but if you are a covenant person your life shifts you don't you see there are some things you don't pray if you're a covenant person honor the lord he said so matter of tithe is a matter of honor object of honor it's not just that that we are giving no and that's why when people are talking they don't know they, they don't know they don't know the things that uh, tithe is old testament they say oh lord they are seeing you the covenant under which you are honor and everything the same blood the first was flowed from the altar. Tell us how God was. Every altar is shadow of the new So everything God wants to do, He gives. He, he tells us with a with a with a glimpse, a shadow. You see a type, a type of it in Old Testament. In Old Testament, is someone see here this morning? Honor oh, the Lord. So we saw Cain. He didn't understand that. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't receive instruction. Rather, he received and he took it and just like just like Esau did. Oh, may we, may we, may we, may we not walk outside instruction this year. The man who did that, they suffered. They suffered. Saul left instruction. He was following people. May we not follow men to, to, to doom in the name of Jesus. Follow instruction. Obedience the call. A man, he said, if you are willing and you are obedient, you will do what? You will eat of the good of the land. 
Isaiah chapter 1 verse 19. If you are willing. It's conditional. It's not a must. It's not a must. You can choose your own. But if you must eat of the good of the land. Oh, you must be willing. You must be to eat of the good of the land. May the Lord help us in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Let me, uh, 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 let me show you something briefly also under this subject. Okay. Let me leave that because of time. Time will not allow me to go. So there was a blood sacrifice of, of the firstborn of, of, of flocks, the consecration. There's a prescription. We don't just do anything. We follow prescription. We, fo we follow what the Lord is asking us to do. We don't just do anything. Abel followed prescription. Abel followed. He presented, he presented the first, the first, his best. How do we know? Read the, what Abel presented. Put that same Genesis, Genesis chapter 4, verse uh, 4 and 5. Is it verse 4 now? Yes. And also brought, Abel also brought of the first, of what? Firstborn. Came brought of the fruit of the land. He didn't bring, he didn't bring the first fruit. This was the firstborn. You see, how did he know that God requires firstborn? So that means there was a place Abel stood. He received instruction. That, that means Abel followed the father and the mother. The mother, they made a mistake. Now they've learned that this God is a God of covenant. He's a God of the firstborn. So they, they taught them. So Abel hid. Abel stood and followed instruction. The Mahadi didn't know because he learned. He was taught. He was instructed. Abel brought the firstborn of his flock and of their fats. And the Lord respected Abel and his offering. Oh, may the Lord grant us understanding in the name of Jesus. So, uh, I, because of time, I don't want to... Uh, there is a lot to say on this. But I want to move very fast so that we can get to where other, uh, other di dimensions that what we want to consider. So, there is a progression, there is an atonement necessary on the, on the subject of blood, sacrifice, atonement is a must. The man died in a place, you see, you see, and we saw it all through the scripture. First, Adam, uh, Abraham, God said, I need an ultimate sacrifice. Kill your son. Genesis, Genesis chapter, chapter 22. And at the point of killing the son, God provided a lamb, provided an animal for this for sacrifice. So telling you that there is always that requirement. We also saw where we read in Exodus. God said, I, I'm through, I'm going, I'm passing through the land of Egypt. And any any anyone that will be spared must have the blood on their signpost. What does it mean? That death has, has occurred here. That was the symbol, the, the meaning of that blood. Death has, has, has already occurred here. Any man without blood, the blood means that you pay your own blood by self. Oh, that will never be us in the name of Jesus. That is why Bible says if we know the terror of God, we compel men. Because eternal death is at stake. Eternal death is at stake. Men don't know. Men don't know. Isaiah chapter 5 said multitude. Multitude. He said hell has enlarged itself. Multitude are trooping in. How? 
because they are not under the covering of the blood. If you, are, you don't have the blood on your life, you pay with your blood. You play with your blood. And the matter of sin is the matter of eternal death. Write down. The matter of sin is the matter of eternal death. It's not just you die. So when Adam sinned, Adam and Eve, death, eternal death set him. Eternal death set him. So the matter of sin is the matter of eternal death. That's why they said the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God, of, 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 the gift of, of God is eternal life. Because to cancel eternal death, you need eternal life. And that's what the blood invokes. What the blood cries for. So all through the time of the tabernacles, the time of the temple, all of those experiences, they were constantly providing blood. Because a man cannot appear before God if you are not under that covering. Every time there is an error, you come with a blood before the priest so that you make atonement all through the Old Testament. Even when Joshua sent the spies out, the mark that the spies told, told, told Ahab that you and your family will be spared in Joshua chapter 2 verse 18 and 19. You and your family will be spared only if we put a, a the, the red rope. The red rope a symbol of the presence of the blood. If you put it on your window, you and your family will be spared. So, we see that the blood provides an exemption. Provide an exemption. There was cry all over Egypt. But the people who put the blood on their disciples had an exemption. May the Lord grant us understanding in the name of Jesus. Revelation chapter 13 verse 8, we are told that, this, that God has made this provision from the foundation of the earth. So, even before man fell, so, Revelation chapter 13 verse 8, may that help us. So, from the foundation of the earth, God has made provision for atonement. Provision for atonement. Revelation chapter 13 verse 8, media. He said, and who, all who dwell on the earth will worship him, whose names have not been written in the book of life, of the Lamb, slain from where? From the foundation of the world. So, the Lamb has been slain from the foundation of the world. So, the Lord has made provision by himself. That is why he's God. All by himself made provision. And in Luke chapter 22, verse Verse 20, we are told that now we come into the new covenant by the blood. We come into the new, the essence of all covenants and new covenant is the blood of Jesus that makes clear essence. Old Testament, they come under the blood of lamb, gold, ram. New Testament was that the perfect blood, the, sin, the seamless, the spotless, the blameless, the holy, died so that we can have a life that's why in luke chapter 22 verse 20 said we, we we likewise he also took the cup after supper saying this cup is the what new covenant in my blood so the blood of jesus is the provision of the new covenant this new covenant that we are in may may everyone come under that under that covering Everyone, every of your, every of your lords, every of your connection, may they come under that covering in the name of Jesus. I quickly run through the power 
the blood of Jesus, the power in the blood of Jesus, the power in the blood of this new covenant. I want to run through some things because of time. Number one, the blood he redeems us. The blood redeems. What is to redeem? Redeem means to buy back. Something has been lost or something has been on hold but that was a, a buyback. The blood redeemed us. That was a price to be paid for man. And we saw that in, Re in Romans chapter 3 verse 23. In Colossians chapter 1 verse 21. Romans chapter 3 verse 23 says what? He said, for the wages of sin is death. No, Romans chapter 3. For all have sinned and have what? Come short of the glory of God. So there was a price to be paid. That was an ultimate price. So the blood of Jesus redeems. So any man not under that blood is exposed. It's not brought back. Please put, put, okay, chapter 1 verse 21. Not, not, not 20 verse 21. Colossians chapter 1 verse 21. 21 verse 21. Colossians 1 21. Uh, Mida, you have to help me. Because of time, I, I, I want to read some scriptures. It will help us. Uh, and you who once were alienated, somebody should open also as I'm reading this one. Open to me so that you can read Ephesians 1 7, another first Peter 1 18 and 19. Then lastly, Hebrew 9 12. So as I'm reading this, open to that. Ephesians 1 7, first Peter 1 18 and 19, Hebrew 9 12. Bible says, And you who was once alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked words, yet now he has what? Reconciled. He has redeemed. Another version used with redeemed. Yes, who is there? Yes, sir. In him we have redemption. Through his blood. Forgiveness of sin. Oh, hallelujah. Did you hear that? We have redemption through his blood. Yes, first Peter 1 18 and 19. It showed us the uh -huh. knowing that uh -huh. not at all. Uh huh. Yes. Uh huh. Verse 19. Precious blood of Christ. Ah, uh, without blemish, without spot. That is who. That is what they used to redeem us. Is that they didn't redeem us with gold? So when people say money is everything, they don't know what they are saying. <laughs> they don't know what they are saying. It can't be everything. Money can answer things. But money is not everything. There must be gold failed on this matter. Silver failed. Every other precious thing failed. There could only be one thing. And that they call it the, the one without blemish. Without spot. That is the only way we are redeemed. Somebody say, ah, we are all, we are all the same. We are not all the same. Some people are brought by the blood. If you are a child of God, you are born again, you are redeemed. Somebody say, I am, I am redeemed. So if you are not born again, you are not washed by the blood, you have not confessed Christ, then you are, you are, you are, you are exposed. Number two, because of time, he pay our ransom. The blood pays our ransom. There was a ransom to pay. Please quickly put, 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 uh, uh, okay, let's read that, that, that Re Revelation chapter 5 verse 9, what we read earlier, but we also saw it in First Peter chapter one. We saw verse 19 that the ransom was the blood of Jesus. That was the ransom. 
That was the ransom to pay. It's not just, we didn't come by anything. There was something to pay. And it was a precious one. He said, I'm from Jesus for the favorite witness, the firstborn from the dead, the ruler over the kings of the earth, to him who loved us and washed us from our sins. That was a ransom to pay. Ransom to pay. Number three, he reconciled us to God. Man by nature is an enemy of God. Sin made man enemy of God. So that is why when you that is why there are two kinds of people on earth on the surface of earth. One the living, two the dead. Are you hearing me? There is the living. You see, not everyone who is breathing is living. There is difference between breath and life. It's two different things. The subject, the subject of Christ is the subject of life. That's why everything is there in him was life. Somebody say life. And that life became the light of men. So life produces light. So the subject of Christianity is not just that we are that uh, that uh, uh, that that a man is is uh, living or is is breathing. It's not just we are breathing. It's the subject of life. Jesus told that woman. He said. He said. He said. You do not know what you worship. He said. It's not. It's not a matter of the mountain. He said. It's not. It's not a matter of any mountain. He said. God desires men who worship Him in spirit. And in truth, why? Because God is a spirit. It's a spirit. So we are reconciled. We are reconciled. We who were once enemy. Romans chapter 3 verse 25. Please put it. If you have NLT, I like how NLT puts it. Romans 3.25. Tell us how we are re 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 reconciled. Yes, media. Are you helping me? Yes. For God sent Jesus to take the punishment of our sins. To satisfy God's anger against us. We are made right. Somebody say made right. With God when we believe that Jesus shed his blood. Sacrificing his life for us. God was being entirely fairly. And just when he did not punish those. Who sinned in former times. So when God didn't punish men. Because they have come under the blood. He said God was just. And was, was, was fair. So men were reconciled. By the blood. For. The power in the blood of Jesus. Four is that He forgave. He forgives us. The blood forgives us. They say, man, the matter of sin requires that man is forgiven. They say, the matter of coming to God, man must be forgiven because man has erred. So man must be forgiven. The blood provides for It provides. It, it, it satisfies the forgiveness of God. Hebrew 9 verse 22. Hebrew 9 verse 22. The blood satisfies the forgiveness of God. Hebrew 9 22. Media, I'm waiting. Number 5. He frees us. Is that, you see, you see, that's why you see men in the world, you know, they are moving from one pain. You think they are enjoying, but there is so much pain. Why? Because they are captive. There are chains on their leg, they can't see it. There are shackles on their hands. They can't see it. They are under addiction because they are not free. Anything can be an addiction. If you are, if you are not in Christ, you are yoked with addictions. But when a man is free, what is the mark of shows that you are free? You are under the influence of the Spirit of God. You are not under the, you are not under the influence of what man says. 
You are under the influence of what the blood. See what he said. In fact, we came. We can say that according to the law of Moses, nearly everything was purified by sprinkling with the blood. Without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. So, but under the freedoms, we saw what Revelation chapter 1 verse 5 made us to understand. Number 6. The, no, no, number, number 5 is that he freed us. He set us free. That chains, that addictions, that shackles are broken. That is why he said, come unto me all you that are labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke. The one you are carrying is not his own. It's too heavy. That one can help you. You can't be free with it. Take my yoke. Take my yoke. Number six, he cleanses us. He cleanses and wash away our sin. He cleanses. Oh, I love the way First John chapter one verse seven puts it. But he said, "But if we if we are living in the light, as God is in the light, then then we have fellowship with each other, and the blood of Jesus, His Son, cleanses us from all sin. Cleanse means that to wash off. You see, sin you cannot be washed off by any other thing." That was why in the Old Testament they needed to cover sin with the blood of the Lamb. God can only cover sin. They can only cover the thing. Do you know why Jesus had to go to the grave? Apart from taking the keys. Bible says he preached. Who was he preaching to? Old Testament saints. They need, to, they need to believe. They need to come under the blood. They need to be washed. The blood washes from all sin. Cleanses from all sin. Bible says they began to see them in the streets of Jerusalem. They were seen, began to see them on the streets. Hallelujah. The blood cleanses from our sins. So, so sin, sin, somebody say, ah, it doesn't, ah, we are all serving the same God. It's not true. We are not serving the same God. Blood cleanses from all sins. The blood of Jesus cleanses from all sins. So that man must come under that blood. Number seven, he justifies. Somebody say, somebody say, he justifies us. Oh, Romans chapter nine, chapter five, verse nine. The word justify means that 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 you have now received. You have now received what you you, you don't earn. Justify means you now receive the righteousness of God. That is how we are justified. When we are watched, the Lord justifies us. How does he do that? He gives us his righteousness. Because if he doesn't do that, God will kill us. If he comes and looks at a man, and that man does not have the blood that justifies, he will kill that person. That person is left for eternal death. It's left for eternal death. That's why in the body of Christ, we must make sure, make sure that your life, you are not, don't play church. If you have not, confessed Jesus. You have not come under the covering of the blood. This morning, make sure that, the, that, that you do that. Make sure you don't leave this service without crying. Lord, I release my life. Take my life and let it be consecrated unto thee. Take my love and days. Let it be in ceaseless praise. Let it be in ceaseless prayer. 
Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood. Oh, Kaya knows. All precious is the blood that makes me white as snow. No other found I know. Nothing but the blood. Oh, nothing. No other found. No other found we know. But the blood, him, but the blood. That is what God washes us. That's what justifies us. Romans 5 9 says we are only justified by the blood. We are we are we are the we are we are we become the just of the Lord because the blood brought us the righteousness of God. Number eight, it cleanses our guilty conscience. Brother, this heart is filled with conscience, filled with guilt. That is why. Oh, Romans chapter 8 verse 10. Therefore, there is no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus. Who walk not in the flesh, but by the Spirit. For the law of the life of God has set us free from the law of sin and death. So there is a law at work in a man's life. It's called the law of sin and death. The blood of Jesus washes us from it. Sets us free from the law of sin and death. Please see see Hebrews, see that, okay let's read that First John 3 20 Bible says, our God is greater than, he said if my conscience condemns me he said there is a God who is greater than the conscience he said if my feeling condemns me, he said my God is greater than my feeling, First John 3 20, 3 20 say my God is greater than the feelings he said dear friends, if our conscience is clear, we he said, even if our hearts condemns us, for God is greater than our hearts. And he knows everything. Please put Hebrew 9, 13 and 14 as I move from there. Number 9 is his blood. You see, without the, the blood, you will live under guilt. And with the guilt, you can serve God. Guilt is, is a spirit. Condemnation is a spirit. It takes the blood of Jesus to wash men. That's why you see people, they say, ah, how can I how can I stop? I've done so many bad things. God cannot is a guilt. That man can only be set free when the blood washes him. Number nine, his blood brings us sanctification. Hebrews chapter 9, 13. Under the blood system, the blood of gold and bulls and ash of your God could cleanse people's body from which of verse 14. Verse 14. But just think how much more the blood of Christ will purify our hearts from deed and lead to death so that we can worship you see you can't worship God if you are carrying guilt you can't lift up holy hands if you are carrying guilt for by the power of eternal spirit Christ offered himself to God as a perfect sacrifice destroy all sin so number 9 I said the blood brings us sanctification time so will not allow us Ephesians chapter 2 verse 13 he said but now in Christ Jesus we who were sometimes far away now we have been made near. The blood brings us into fellowship. Without the blood of you can't be in fellowship with the Holy Ghost. Never. You can't be in fellowship with God. The blood brings us in fellowship. Why we are in fellowship is because of the blood of Jesus. Why we are here is because of the blood of Jesus. 
Number 10. The blood makes peace with God. Colossians chapter 1 verse 20. It makes peace with God. That's why we have peace. Hebrews chapter 13 verse 12, verse 12 tells us how the blood sanctifies. And lastly, verse two, uh, number 12. The blood gives power over the devil. You see, the devil is afraid of people who understand the power of the blood. If you don't know it, the devil is not afraid of you. If you know the power of the blood, the devil is afraid of you. If you are under the under the under the influence of the blood, Revelation chapter 12, verse 11. He said, For we overcame. How? By the blood of the Lamb. That is how we overcome. That is how we conquer. That is how we fight. We come with the blood. We come with the blood. That is how we prevail. That is why matters. Let me let me round up with this. Let me show you something I saw as I was meditating, and the Lord put, put my spirit to it. Let me round up with that. Exodus chapter 20, twenty-four, verse four to eight. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Exodus twenty-four media, four to eight. Time will not allow me to do a suggestion on this, but I will just say say three things that you need to capture there. Say the Moses carefully wrote down all the Lord's instruction. Early the next morning, he built an altar at the foot of the mountain. He also set up 12 pillars around the altar. One for each of the 12 tribes of Israel. Verse 5. Follow this. Then he sent some of the young men to sacrifice what? Young bulls as burnt offering and peace offering to the Lord. Verse 6. Moses took half the blood from these animals and drew it off into a business. The other half, he did what? Splashed on the altar. Let's see what he, 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 would, do to, he would do with the other half. Verse 7. Then he took the book. Oh, he took the book of the covenant and read it to the people. They all responded again. We will do everything the Lord has commanded. We will what? Obey secrets to the power of the blood. I want to show a secret to the power of the blood. When you say the blood of Jesus, be healed by the blood, the secret to the power of Jesus. I want to show us. The Holy Spirit opened my eyes to this. Then Moses sprinkled the blood from the basins. The second, you know, half was splashed on the altar. Second half was what? Now on the basins. What was it? They sprinkled. That is why somebody said, ah, they are pleading blood. You plead it. The blood of Jesus. You plead it. That was a time it was as if something was running in my head. So that I know the enemy, you know, I've been under attack so many times in my life. I can't start to share. You know, I've shared some here. There's a time they struck me, something ran through my leg. Ran, that was how people died, paralyzed. I, I was paralyzed. Paralyzed like this. I was paralyzed. I fell down. But I, I came under the covenant of the blood. I plead the blood of Jesus. You see, as I was, I, I understand, I had a covenant. I plead the blood, and brethren, I stand under the altar. This is the altar of God. I can't lie. The same thing I ran. I felt so I felt it going back. I was paralyzed. I can't share the whole story. How I came to that point. But I plead the blood of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus. The blood of atonement. Bible says the blood that speaks better than Revelation chapter 12. He said, We have let's rest on our feet. For we have come unto Mansion, the city of the Lord, the heavenly Jerusalem. The coupling of the firstborn, though the spirit of just men made perfect, we have come 
we have come to the blood of the sprinkling you see you need to know it the blood that speaks better things than the blood of Abel I pleaded and that sent to start to leave the day ran I entered the ground I'm telling you I'm telling you telling you the gospel I would have been dead I would have been dead but, but by the agency of the blood so Moses said sprinkle that blood this blood confirms the covenant of the blood has made with you so you see the first thing is this make sure you have a connection with your altar they splash half on the altar they sprinkle the, the other one they can sprinkle the other one on the man you if you are here you you are you don't have an altar and he said that's why we say we prevail by prayer prevailing prayer prevailing word we saw the third one they read the word to them and they said we will obey this thing we say yes you must have an altar you must have the presence you must have the power of the word the spirit of the word he said he sent forth his word is what he led them somebody lift your voice and ask the lord set my altar on fire for you lord just pray that prayer very quickly lord help my altar help my altar you don't have a prayer life this morning ask god for mercy ask god to revive your altar your altar is you, you don't, don't you can't play with your altar that is where you invoke the power that's where the blood flow the half is already on the altar so where will your where is your own half if there is no altar where is your own half half must be on the altar half must be there is a voice from your altar when we are weak then we are what strong because there is a voice from the altar father we bless you ancient of those we give the thanks for every heart who has had this word may the word of the life transform us ah the spirit of god should give someone an opportunity you are here you want to surrender your heart to jesus you want to come under the influence of the blood you have you, you did it but you, you, you did not you did not understand what you did then you you it wasn't it wasn't a serious matter to you but this morning as the word has gone forth the spirit of the word are speaking you you want to yield your life to jesus lift your right hand to, to heaven quickly i want to pray with you god bless you i want to pray with you god bless you father i thank you for all of this life i pray that lord jesus as they yield their lives surrender their hearts to you i pray that lord christ be formed in this heart i pray that christ be established in this life i pray that the blood of jesus washes away from all sin i pray that power to live above sin power to walk in the victory in the blood father grant unto your people for as many who are still there lord bring your conviction bring your transformation bring us under the influence i pray for our altar may our altar come alive may the blood continually flow from the altar may the remainder be on our life keep us lord even in this season we are entering elections week father the altar of god's blood will speak for our life the blood that speaks better things lord will come under the influence of that blood we become untouchable we carry the mark of jesus thank you father lord in jesus mighty name we pray may the lord bless you